If you guys don't mind, I'm just gonna go over to the other room and vape while you discuss this one. I feel like this is I feel like this is just for I feel like this is just for you guys. edition of the fantasy soccer oh fc podcast scott broke the rules just like brian broke the rules but i'm not gonna go back and do it again this is david smith scott winner weeby <laughs> brian chesco he didn't take long to rub that in did he sure brian? didn't hey uh dave tell the folks at home who uh can't see us on facebook who are actually listening old school to our podcast yeah. the way it was originally meant to be heard that's true well, fo- and, and with production, the yeah, podcast <laughs> product will always be better. That's I can true. promise you that. Why are we even letting people watch this? Yeah, I don't know. Tell the folks at home what they're what they're missing by not seeing what you're wearing. What are you wearing right I now? I am wearing, for the first time in my life, a Liverpool kit. Yes, you are. It looks great. And yes, you it's are. It's a Liverpool kit that, uh, for me, is small. A little and small, yeah. It's, uh, it feels sort of like what a girdle would feel like. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's very tight. It's the most beautiful girdle anyone's ever it's worn. Spanks. It, it's spanks, it, it, but for shirts. <laughs> exactly right. As Brian pointed out earlier, <laughs> it pretty much fits like an Arsenal jersey. Therefore, apropos that I am wearing it. It's perfectly right, right now. Yep. Yep. Even though I despise all those. Puma Just pretend jerseys. it doesn't say standard ever- charter. Standard chartered that it says fly ever. Puma makes amazing products, but except for soccer, the kits. tight soccer Football kits. kits. Over it, man. Never liked it. Over it. Well, let's anyways, ex- I lost a bet. Yes, I am paying that bet by wearing your Liverpool kit the entire show. So therefore, I am owning up to the bet that I made. I am not a welcher. You know what? I still give you props though for seeing this through, for wearing that, for wearing that during our podcast recording. And and uh, I'll I'll decide at the end of the show if I want it back or not. Fair enough. All right. Hey, podcast today, uh, we wish it was sponsored by Joe Beans, local coffee company. Hey, yeah, look at that. <laughs> Joe Beans. Thanks, Joe Beans. Uh, voted best coffee in Lynchburg, Virginia for several years in a row, according to the readers of Lynchburg Living Magazine. We are thrilled to be drinking Joe Beans coffee during the podcast Cheers today. to that. Cheers all around. One more thing. Did you happen to see, it's going around on Facebook, the top, 10 places to live, like best well-being places to live. I did see that. It was courtesy you know of the Today Show. The Today Show. The places that brought it out. Decently Popular television show here place. in the United States. Number six was five. Charlottesville. Five was Charlottesville. Five was Charlottesville. Number eight, eight. Lynchburg, Virginia. No. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Are now, you kidding it, me? No, I'm not kidding. It rated it on multiple different things. Fitness. Uh, like ha- uh, happiness with job, huh. uh, happiness with uh, community system, involvement, communities. Yeah, it was like an activities, overall, an overall feeling of well-being. Yeah, in really. your community, Central Virginia, Charlottesville, Lynchburg, in the top ten. Two man. in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. In uh, in the same list as places like Honolulu, Hawaii. 
and, and Boulder, Colorado. And hmm. Naples, Florida. Naples, Florida. Naples, Florida was number one. Maybe Training Room Bravo had something to do with that. Training Room Bravo is where we're coming from tonight. <laughs> you know what the First best, part, time in you know what the best part of all this information is? Absolutely nothing to do with <laughs> soccer <laughs> or football or pitches Brian's, or kits. Ste- Brian's steering the ship as usual. Yeah. Well done. It's true. Speaking of pitches, let's talk about the... Last 10 Premier League matches, the ones that took place this past weekend. Match week 27-ish sure. for most clubs uh, as we are coming off of that FA Cup weekend. Last weekend, we're coming up on another one this upcoming weekend. I'm certain that we're going to talk about that. But all in the context of the 10 results from this past weekend. All of it designed to give you, our listener, and our viewer the ability to to put out the best starting 11 that you can in the Fantasy Premier League. That's it. So let's go jump right into it. Onto the jump, matches for sure. In. We'll start as we always do with the league leaders. West Ham 1, Chelsea 2. Lanzini got things started, Brian, yep. only to see his goal canceled out by Hazard, the match winner from Diego Costa. I like Lanzini. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> And uh, he's not been bad. I, I never thought you'd it get was, to that it point. It was a very biz- – <laughs> it was a very uh, – this match reminded me the, – the gap between Chelsea and West Ham reminded me of the gap in quality between Manchester City and Sunderland. For the majority of the match, Chelsea was just cruising. And I know that they. I know that the announcer said the same thing about Manchester City against Sunderland. Well, for the first, well, we'll we'll get to that when we get there. Just that, just that they didn't really have to. They didn't do much. The fact that Thibaut Courtois zero saves. Right. It's because he didn't have to do anything because West Ham didn't have a shot on target yeah. until late in the second half, and then they started kind of getting it. Got and, some things going towards the end. Antonio didn't play, right? Antonio's suspended. I mean, he's their best player. Andy I mean, Carroll. It's not a huge surprise to me that. But Andy Carroll was back, and and the other thing I thought too, saying Lanzini assisted by Ayu, Robert Snodgrass had a couple chances, half chances here and there. That seems like a really stable list of players. You're right. You know what You're I mean? Right. Like in the in the, mid, the midfield. I mean, Andy Carroll's. You know, he's a the walking groin strain, but still, right. I, I feel like that's a. It seems like a very stable group of players. That's in the middle of a chaotic season, and they're not going to do really much better than tenth. That's true. I mean, right now they're just. Uh, this is all practice for next year. Really, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're going to make some moves in the off season. But, you know, the ceiling right. is high for West Ham. They're not going to get relegated. No, no, no. They're not going to make Top any seven, European football. Six, seven, no. Right. no. So the the season is probably, hey, let's give out some good results. And and they Some won't, guys probably playing for contracts. And they won't have the same chaos of a stadium move. And they'll Yes. <laughs> like, no, no. Uh, yeah, I agree. You see just multiple, you know, between Daily Mail and, and – and BBC and Guardian and all those places. Just the number of the number of the the cha- the chaos that still is in the stands. That yeah. security had to separate uh, West Ham and Chelsea fans in the stands. That a pitch invader got out onto the <laughs> pitch and was kind of going after Aiden Hazard after Hazard scored after his, his goal. goal. Yeah, and so like 
it still seems like it seems a little bit Yugoslavian. Like there could be a that there could be <laughs> that there could be a, a, a smoke bomb or some other kind of missile fired out onto the field at any moment. Right. There. Right. And even though it hasn't, I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that they won't be Payet. They won't have like like they oh, got that yeah. little bump on Payet. That's true. And, just yeah. kidding. Dimitri Payet, he's Dimitri, really good at free kicks. I just want to go home. Payet. Uh, you know, at the yeah. end of the year, we're going to review our top 20 lists from the preseason. It's going to be embarrassing when he's showing up as high as he does yeah. on some of our lists. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and throw in Scott's stat of the day here, if I might. Yeah, sure. do it. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. Uh, this one was surprising to me, courtesy of the BBC. Uh, thank you, BBC, for this. Uh, Chelsea are the only side to use all three of their substitutes in every single Premier League match this season. Very bizarre. How crazy is that? When you when you put Good that style. stat out, I could not believe I couldn't believe that. that, that and it's was interesting. It is amazing because we've talked to, we've talked in our pod about their lack of rotation yep. and how that could hurt them. And it did for one match during the holiday break. It hurt them for one match. I think it was when they lost to Spurs. I recall right. Yeah, I might be remembering that wrong, yeah. but that seems right to me. Um, they lost that one match, and then after that, they got a little rest and they were fine. But for their lack of rotation, Conte is using his bench during those matches in the league to his fullest, and and it's working. For them. Yeah. Now, I I was really annoyed with this match, and and honestly, just because I've come to the fact and realization that Chelsea's just going to win the title. Isn't yeah, they're kind of sucking the it's joy very out of annoying. The, they're sucking um, the drama out of the season for sure. And but, it's another season but, where it's taking away excuses from notoriously uh, faltering clubs. Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool. Like those clubs that are always decent, but never winning the title. At least not in recent history. It's well, taking the excuse away. Last year it was Leicester, and it was like, well, if Leicester could do it, you know, that, that was Arsenal's year. It was Spurs' year. Sure. Oh, this year, I mean, if new manager Antonio Conte can come in, why couldn't new manager Jurgen Klopp or that's true? You know, any any you know Pep Guardiola for that matter yeah. at right? City, like he's ta- and and Mourinho at United. He's taking away all the excuses. You know, Chelsea they were in mid table last year. Now they're first place, about to win the title. So it's taking away excuses as much as anything else. I think, for me, one thing that has become completely evident, especially in English football, is if you don't have defensive discipline and you don't have at least one or two defensive midfielders that are just amazing at interceptions, you're not going to have a chance at winning a title. I mean, you look at you look at what Leicester did last year. I mean, technically there's a common thread with who Chelsea has on their team and N'Golo who Leicester Conte. had in Golo Conte, right? Yeah. You look at Chelsea's uh, title run a couple years ago, it wasn't Conte, but it, they had the same type of, of... You have to have a spine, a strong spine throughout the, the middle and of the And it doesn't pitch, matter. Front to back. You're able to bring in wingbacks, Victor Moses and Alonso, Okay. What do those guys have in common? Thing A and thing B. They, they're hard-nosed, disciplined yeah. footballers. They're not highly skilled. They're skilled, okay? They're professional footballers. But I'm talking about you're never going to see their amazing shots from the outside. You're never going to see amazing crosses. You're never going to see – they're never going to pad the stats with all these completed passes. That's not what they do. You know what they do? They don't make mistakes. And they they don't width. have turnovers. Yep. They create width. They hustle. And they don't whine and they don't complain. And they have a whole team. This is the same team that finished 
tenth or twelfth in the table last year, right. with the exception of Conte for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so it's the exact same team. So you could look at it and say, well, okay, well, you know, they go from winning to losing to finishing mid table mm-hmm. to then then I mean, let's just give them the title right now. Yeah. And they're what's so annoying is their brilliant consistency. Yeah. It That's has been BBC. amazing. It doesn't matter if they play they got lucky early in some in some results, but you know what? They they held on to it. They kept it going, and now it's at a place where they're not going to lose their lead. It's not they have been more consistent yeah. than United. They've been more consistent than than City. Insert every. Club. They've been almost <laughs> Tottenham. Yeah, you, Tottenham has been second to them, the most of, consistent. Rest of table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the next consistent team past them is Tottenham, and there's no doubt, and that's one reason why they're in second place. So, anyways, I saw that say it's very annoying, but you know what? They've been the best team. I mean, BBC had a great uh, segment after the match, just kind of the sideline camera. I'm sure. Oh, I'm assuming other outlets would have had it. it showed the sideline of you know, Chelsea's sideline just to watch Antonio Conte when they were up two nothing. That even at two nothing, and with the match seemingly in control, he was still giving individual directives to players from the and and gesturing wildly he and, keeps, and they, everyone has said that that's been the characteristic of the team and for him all season long regardless of situation it doesn't I mean it it seems like it's coming directly through him and that was one of the things that uh, I know for sure Robbie uh, Robbie Earl definitely said that that as a player players who become managers, when they're like that, they want they expect the level that they were as a player, and that he w- he is matching his intensity as a player, as now as a manager, and he demands the same thing out of every player on the pitch at all stages of the match, and that intensity and that consistency, I, I they're the only other person that they compared him to immediately was Pochettino, was and at Tottenham, but that he. Even he has a, a bit more of a relaxed tone sometimes. Yeah, that there is an intensity there, but it's not exactly the same. This but either is, way, that they were saying basically it was channeling through him. What that reminds me of is someone like a uh, in American football, Bill Belichick with the Patriots, and or this is not a basketball podcast. Uh, Greg Popovich with the with the San Antonio Spurs. I wish I yeah, I wish I could play for him. They they focus on every single detail, no matter what stage of the game, no matter what time of the game, no matter what the score in the game is. None of that matters. All of that all that matters is the details. And if you take care of those, everything else will take care of itself. And I respect that. I respect that from those guys. From a fantasy perspective, I was going to say Chelsea is Chelsea. They're they are conceding goals. Yep. So you're you're not getting. I wouldn't guess the same. Uh, the the defense and Tebow for sure. You're not getting the yeah. same thing out of those guys, and this is exactly why. I mean, everybody's going to give up some here and there. It's exactly why Alonzo as Pilaqueta, H- H- Hazard uh, and Costa have been, both been really good. But if you really wanted to get a Chelsea player and save a little bit of money and spend it in other places, Pedro another week. Another installment I, yeah. of I guess let's talk about Pedro. Yeah, I guess yeah, good call. Pedro, seven point one billion dollars pounds. Yeah. Pounds dollars. Last three weeks, <laughs> ten, twelve, and six. Yeah. Ninth overall in midfielder scoring. Yeah, uh, I mean he's slowly been creeping up. And Lanzini on the other side, uh 
like I don't know what to tell, I don't know what to tell you to do. I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything to do with with any of the Chelsea defenders because I I don't know unless you unless you have a compelling reason to swap them for someone else, they are no better or worse. They're just I mean they're just as likely to get a clean sheet. They're un, it's unbelievable how unlucky that is in a yeah. way for them to give up a clean sheet at the last like last in, in, sto- in yeah in yeah. stoppage time. Uh, but Lanzini, what I was gonna say, I think West Ham's schedule at least. Like even looking at it right now, at least until the at least until the end of the season, uh, the last three weeks, their their schedule is really good, uh, and even their last three, which are their the toughest three of the remaining twelve matches, are home to Spurs and home to Liverpool. That's two of them. Yeah, their dead last match is at Burnley. So, but who knows by then? That's week thirty eight. Who knows what you're going to get from Burnley at that point? I mean, that's yeah. kind of a, a nothing week. Dead rubber. Yeah. So I mean, it just I would just say I feel like especially Lanzini, who just keeps going and going. Lanzini's last three weeks, to your point, thirteen, two, and ten. Yeah. So you would take that. Oh yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. And it's Snodgrass, and who who can't be terrible because he's not that expensive. Uh, And and I know a lot of people bailed on Antonio after he got suspended. I would I. I, he's a great option too. Oh, yeah. I don't think any. I think any three, any one of those three, are great, and especially with Lanzini and Snodgrass being that cheap, they're I really good. West they're Ham, really good cheap options. Listen, you're if you're if you're crunch for players, they're going to Bournemouth this weekend. Yeah, they're one and then this clubs. week they're one of the only teams playing this week. Like it's at so, Bournemouth, Leicester, at Hull. You know, go ahead and buy. At Arsenal. Buy, and Arsenal's a dumpster fire. So, <laughs> I mean, their, their schedule upcoming is fantastic. Yeah. All right. Next match. Tottenham 3, Everton 2. Five goals. Easy to predict. Harry Kane scores two of them. Deli Ali with the third. Easy to predict, my ass. Raul Lukaku and Enter Valencia scoring for Everton. Hey, guys, who's the leading scorer in the Premier League right now? That would be Harry Kane. That is Harris Kane, 19 goals this, this season. This was such a great match to watch. It, it was. It was a fantastic match. It was so match. good to watch. It was the best match of the weekend. And it got. A, it was so almost Spursy, but <laughs> it's true. I mean that the Harry Winks to Delhi sealer. It, I mean, it took it took Val- that, Valencia's like Winks. He's that, not that a big, was, great fantasy player. That kid's good, man. Yeah, he's very good. Maybe maybe in a couple of years, we could be talking about him. Maybe next year. We mean a couple. Maybe I mean, it was Continue, the same Brian. thing. Most of the match, it just seemed like Spurs were cruising. I remember saying even to my daughters who don't care about soccer <laughs> at all, it was like the seventy seventh minute or something. And, and Three year old Vera, I was behind. I knew what the final score was, and I was still, but I was still watching. And I was like, "Hey, can you guys believe it?" That, <laughs> this match is going to finish three to two. It's two nothing now, and then they ignored me and ran off. But I was like, <laughs> it was nice to it was be, nice be to see amazed your just to say like, holy cow, there's only twelve minutes left, thirteen minutes left, and yeah. there's five, there's three goals. Are you telling me your three year old did not appreciate that, Brian? No, believe it or not. No, believe it or not. No, believe it or not. <laughs> You're a bit of a mess over there. Ah, uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> No, believe it or not, they did not uh, appreciate that. <laughs> right on. Well, I would have to say, though, that nothing really changes for anything we've been saying for either club following no. this match. I mean, Lukaku with the goal, obviously. Yep. Seamus Coleman is still a quality play, even though he and Walker, uh, you know, probably the top defenders 
per club. Uh, you know, one, you know top <coughs> top defender, Sorry, one on each club, probably uh, didn't score many points. I think zero and one yeah. between the two of them. I do have I do have a player. We've it's been a while since we've talked about him. I think. There's some value there. And you I love, love value. Value. I'm a big fan of the word value. Funis Mori. Okay. Yeah. He has been starting. Funis yeah. Mori. Brian? In the back four. I was gonna we I, I feel like it was something that was either on our minds or should have been noticed a while ago because it was in the middle of the Mason Holgate when Mason Holgate was getting some minutes. And there was a week where Holgate only played half. Funis Mori came in, they went to the back four. Yeah. Since then it's been Williams, Seamus, Kersey, Leighton Baines, yeah. and Funus Mori. Funus Mori has been out there. I like haven't every been minute. paying attention. Should have. He's cheap. Yeah. At four point seven. His last five weeks: two, four, six, seven, and one. One obviously this past week when Spurs scored three on him. But my point being, he's playing alongside Ashley Williams, and he's a good play for four. Po- yeah. I remember, I personally, me. I love to spend the pennies on defenders. And if that's someone in Everton's upcoming schedule, it's not great. It's not great for defense, but let's let's go through it. Everton's upcoming schedule, they're playing this week, which are there are not many teams playing this week. West Brom, Hull, at Liverpool, at United. So again, you're playing teams that are going to, you know. For the most part, I've been scoring some goals. You like the whole matchup. They could shut out West Brom just as easy, too. So, Foodis Mori, 4.7. That's nice. de- decent value. That's good. There, Scott. Nice. Very yeah. good. Good addition there. Uh, I've got two things to talk about, neither of which have much relevance for fantasy, but I'm going to insert them here anyway. The first is the manager quote of the week. Yes. It comes from this match. Nice. It is coming from one Mauricio Pochettino. Potch. Potch. I I absolutely loved what he said post-match about his uh, star, Harry Kane. Here's what he had to say. I think he is fresh because he trains a lot. He makes a lot of double sessions, and he is very professional. If you are asleep, and you eat, and you forget to train, maybe you are fat, like me, and you cannot run. I think it's about being consistent in training. He is very focused now in training and in taking care of himself, and you can see how he is. Watch kind of down on himself there. It's a an bit. honest assessment of both Harry Kane and himself. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> but I can't leave out Ronald Koeman. I've got to give equal treatment to Ronald Koeman. He is the recipient. Whoa, was this a duel? Nope. Nope. Ronald Koeman actually gets the fantasy honorary half point this oh, week. Oh, okay. What this a is match. A, Holy cow. I know. Five goals this and is a two loaded, segments. Yeah, I know. Match. I know. Listen, it's it's good stuff. No, Ronald Koeman gets a fantasy half point because he got a beer named after him this past week. No way. It is the 25th anniversary. Oh, Garden Koeman? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's a logical thought, right, Brian? Uh, True. Yeah. Except technically, I think it's Who Garden. Who Garden. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Dave, not to on. correct you. Get cultured. Get cultured, man. Gosh, get your Dutch right. Mm. Uh, no, it's the 25th anniversary of Barcelona's. I, I don't even know if that's Dutch or not. But go ahead. Is Hoogarden Dutch? I think it's a Belgian. Is it a Belgian? <laughs> Gosh, Scott, get your, get yeah. your Belgian right. Quit drinking Stella Artois and drink something real. <laughs> dump, dump the Stella where it belongs in the in the garbage disposal and get something good. 
Who Garden. Sponsor us. So, Ronald Koeman, it's the yeah. 25th anniversary of Barcelona's first European Cup, which is the predecessor to the Champions League. Okay. Their first uh, European Cup trophy. He scored in that match. Uh, this That was 25 years ago, 1992. Apparently, uh, he scored a ton of goals as a defender for Barcelona. It's one of the reasons why he is already on the short list for... New Barcelona manager manager. next year. That's very interesting. And uh, a lot of folks on Merseyside are hoping that this beer is not part of the uh, temptation to bring him Uh. over to Spain next year. But anyway, honorary fantasy half point for getting a beer named after him this week. The Golden Cumin. Golden Cumin. Huh. Interesting. Which fits because it's the 25th anniversary. Yeah, but is that... Isn't that like the silver anniversary or 25th anniversary? I don't know. Isn't your golden anniversary the 50th? You know, we could find out, I suppose. I wonder if there was a way. If only there was some sort of device. only a way. What's the next match? Oh, hey, you know what? Before you You move on. Do you have anything else? Before you move on. No, just the Delhi Alley. Delhi. Forget Alley. Delhi. Delhi. That guy. Are you hungry? He is just so good. He is so good. He has 13 goals. Yeah. 13 goals this season. That's great. And he looks great. He makes Harry Kane great. And Scott, I got, just because you else don't wrong. like No, I Dele got something Ali. else wrong. It is 50. You're right, Dave. Props to you. 50th anniversary is the golden one. What am I talking about? Boom, I don't know. Boom in your face. Maybe Cumin's so 50. The silver Cumin. Probably not. <laughs> no, but the beer is definitely called gold. Who cares, really? Who yes, cares? Who cares? In the end, it's all about him getting beer, and that Stella sucks. <laughs> Sunderland nil, Man City two. The goals in this one from Aguero and Sane. Uh, you know what? If you own either of them, you are set. And any of the defenders who got a clean sheet in this one, you are well set up for their double game week yeah, coming up. I feel bad Wednesday. that we didn't say something else about Sane. I, I think he's just one of those guys. Like he had been getting time. We spent so much time barking about Manchester City's rotation, and I just kind of. I guess it just kind of snuck in there. We're not we're not mind readers, and we can't know everything. But he has been he playing had, he started the since le- he's been starting last five weeks. Yeah. He's been starting in those weeks seven six two five and ten. Yeah, Lero Sane at seven point six is an excellent start. Yeah, if he's going to keep starting, and why wouldn't he? Right. I mean, short. Of I think injury. he will. Yeah. I think you will. And listen, Sterling and Aguero occupy a lot of attention. And the city Including lineup, ours. the city lineup is starting to not be in flux so much. We wondered if Aguero replacing Jesus would, would create issues for everyone up front. I, I know I specifically asked that question after Jesus's injury. Since Aguero wasn't working out earlier in the year in City's lineup. Would and then Jesus did, and they went with a specific three man front. You know, just simply inserting Aguero in the Jesus role would that work for them? And it is, yeah. Aguero has uh has revived his season, uh, in, in between Sane and Sterling up front. Kevin DeBrana starts on the bench, uh, per the fantasy Premier League, 7,937 people triple captained. KDB going in. Man. He played 13 minutes. The only thing that hurts. I mean, you might get saved on 
uh, tomorrow, but still, yeah. that's uh, that does hurt. Uh, the last time he played this uh, small amount of minutes, though, was against Burnley in Week 13, where he also played 13 minutes. I wonder if it's not just a have a have a little extra break. Yeah, if uh, you're gonna rest, why not against? Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised other people didn't get some minutes off. Yeah, against Sunderland. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they might against Stoke. That's the thing. That's they got true. this double That's game true. week. Yeah, I'm not surprised if you see De Bruyne in the midfield in that Stoke match. Yeah. and it could if you if with you started Silva, with Silva. Correct. Yeah. Correct. If you started De Brown in your fantasy week, don't fret yet. Wait till you see the starting eleven in that Stoke match on yeah. Wednesday. He's no, just I so agree. expensive, and watching Sterling continue to do really well, and seeing Sane as a cheaper option. I mean, I feel like those guys. I feel like Sterling is a bit of. I mean, he's pretty close to a no-brainer right now for those guys. Sterling's last five weeks: five, eight, four, ten, and six. Yeah, he's been so good. Uh, I just don't know what you. I just don't know what you're doing with if you own, if you I, own Kevin. I mean, why? Can I, I have a confession for you guys. Oh. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Dave. It's not a massive confession. It's pretty well. It sort of is. It, it, it's not something that you guys don't already know that I'm inherently stupid. Uh huh. Oh, no. Um. Okay. I this happened. Or you know, anyone who listens to this pod knows knows that this is not the first time this has happened. I made changes late Friday night to my fantasy lineup. Yeah. And I made the transfers and then was adjusting the lineups. Changed the captains. I picked up Sterling and Stones. I didn't want to make too many changes, but I wanted to try to get a piece of the double game week. Yeah. And I really liked the Stones price um, and – who they were playing, I thought, man, I can. That's some. That's some nice defender points right there, and I figured Sterling would probably be pretty good. I wasn't trying to make too many crazy changes. To my horror, and I know I've said that before. Yeah. I go and look at my lineup come Saturday morning. I made the transfers. I did not click save i cannot believe this has happened to me again always click save i did not click save after i changed the captains and after i I know what you're gonna say so what happened was i had stones who i just transferred for on a Uh double game week on the bench john stones right john john stones yeah i had i owned i actually owned john stones he's he was the third spot on my bench. Sterling is at least in the starting lineup, but he's not my captain, which I thought I made him my captain. Huh. No, no, that's Chris Brunt. Oh. How this happens <laughs> blows my mind. I have a horrible week, and I screwed up again, man. Oh. Just digging my digging my hole deeper. That sucks, man. Very annoying. Anyways. Technically, it's confirmed. Not trying to con- – you know, just, just for those – perfectionists at home who are like, it's not save. I've never hit save. You're correct. Always hit confirm. Confirm. That's the, thank that's you. The, okay. story, the, the moral enough. of the story. Maybe confirm maybe that's it. my problem. I'm looking for a save button. There you go. And it's a confirm button. <laughs> well, maybe that's the problem. The other nice. thing could be that after all of this talk about John Stone's ownership update, maybe you deserved <laughs> It's true. Maybe it's karma. It. Hey, you two are the ones that are always on the John Stones. No, no, no. Here's, the here's thing. 
here's the thing. Early in the season, like he wasn't even playing. He was getting nothing. At least recently, ever since Caballero came into the lineup, he's been a good start as a defender. Yeah. Really, most of the city defenders have been decent starts ever since Claudio Bravo sat his ass on the bench. Stones is up to 59th overall in defender scoring. Up from 72nd the last good. time we looked. Yeah, he's, uh, he's climbing six more points in this one, and honestly, it's not. A, it, it was probably smart to play him. In well, I didn't. I benched win. him actually, but yeah, well, you know what I mean. Can't win them all. Uh, one more thing. Last week, uh, Brian, you brought up Jordan Pickford, Jordan Sunderland Pickford, goalkeeper. You mentioned you threw out a stat that stuck with me. I put it out on yeah. Twitter during the week uh, that Jordan Pickford is averaging 4.7 yep. saves per match. He had five more in this one. Yeah, five in this one. A uh, uh, gutsy performance by Sunderland. Uh, okay, so this could have, could, fortunes could have changed a little for them if Defoe doesn't hit the bar at 19 minutes. He's been doing that a lot lately. Yeah, it's concerning. It's now, so... is that a sign? Is that a bad sign, or is that a sign that they're going to start going in for Defoe owners? I don't Are know. they? Gonna they were in? going in earlier, and now they're not. I mean, he's had a I think string. He's had like five weeks in a row. He hasn't scored. That's all right. I think. I think th- things will turn around. It's what got to. The law of averages says they'll turn around. This game, for the first 40 minutes of the game, I think, went to, Scott, what, when exactly did Aguero score? Up until that moment when Aguero scored, this game was, you couldn't tell which team was second or third in the table and which team was last in the table. It was back and forth the entire time. Sunderland, and arguably up to that point, had the better chances in City. City has a a break. Uh, Sterling comes down, shoots a ball right across the face. Nice nutmeg. And Aguero just barely gets a toe on it and somehow sneaks a pass Pickford on the near post. Pickford probably, I mean, that dude, that guy, that guy won't be... If he goes down with Sunderland and someone doesn't buy him, that will be a shame if he's not in the Premier League next the, year. Uh, the, Jordan Pickford is fantastic. The, the question, the answer to the question that you're no longer asking was the 42nd minute. Okay, 42nd. So that was close. That's the 40th yeah. minute. The Kyle Martino, uh, uh, Robbie Earl debate afterwards was whether or not maybe maybe relegation is a good thing for this Sunderland team to reorganize. Yeah. Just Have you to, seen the stories about how they're laying off people at the club? No. They've already gone through and laid off a redundant position, people in redundant positions. They're restructuring in preparation for relegation yeah. already. So to speak to your point, yeah. that, it's it's, so that it's basically, working. But already. they said too, like that, like David, 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 David Moyes, David Moyes is <laughs> not watching, like listening he to Men and Blazers too much. He's acknowledging the quality difference between their. And he did side. it again this week. Yeah, he did it again this quality. week. Basically, so I mean, it's commenter, true. Well, that's exactly it. He's just, I think, I think he's. They, their suggestion was, instead of fighting and scratching and clawing again, to barely make it out of the top or make it out of the relegation zone, yeah. stay up again, to have the same exact problems again next season. I think this is four years in a row, basically, where it's like, you, this is the worst place that they've been at this stage of the season in the past four seasons. Sure. Maybe this is like maybe they need. Sorry to invoke it, but a Newcastle moment. And stick with your manager. That, that hurts the Sunderland yeah, fans it does. hard. That Newcastle's coming up. Yeah, Newcastle's like twelve points clear. Yeah. They literally will pass each other on yep. the way up and down. Yeah, it's just hard to recommend that. Sure. 
when there are literally millions of dollars worth of reasons right. why that's a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have money now, you're not getting more by going down to the championship. Yeah. It's only I mean, they're laying the, the layoffs are are the telling the story. The money's so big in the Premier right. League. It's a sad. It's kind of sad. But you, you, to your point, they are kind of in that death spiral, and yeah. it's not getting better. Liverpool three, Arsenal one. Nothing to see here. Move along. Uh, Everything to see here. If you guys don't mind, I'm just going to go over to the other room and vape <laughs> while you discuss this one. <laughs> I feel like this is. I feel like this is just for. I feel like this is just for you guys. I only have one question about anything related to this match. All right. At the end. At the end. Yeah, whenever you guys are done doing whatever you guys need to do. All right. Well, the goal scorers. um, Firmino, of course. I'm going to give you credit. Yeah, I know. Firmino, Mane, Wijnaldum. You brought up Wijnaldum last week. Would have been a great buy if anyone had listened to you. Um, you're staring at me like you don't care about being right on that one. I was trying to help out. But no, okay. I'm going to take some joy in the fact that I was right. <laughs> you were so right. About something last I week. I mean, for one week you were right. Wijnaldum, I know he's been good. You want me to read good. Go you? Ahead. To read I you? do want you to because we, we need to be accurate for the listeners. This is for them. Wijnaldum, the last five weeks, 5, 10, 7, 2, and 8. That's good. That's really good. Here's Firmino's 2, 2, 6, 2, and 12. There's a lot of twos in there. There are, but it averages out. Mane, close. 1, 2, 16, 2, 13. <laughs> they all kind of average out to about the same over five They're matches. probably close. Which is the point, right? Stick with your Liverpool midfielders. And my point being is when all of them is at least <laughs> a whole list. point cheaper than those guys. That's a good point. That's a very good point. He's on the list now, right? I mean, we were giving you you know, four or five names. You poo-pooed me last week. I'm, I'm giving you credit. Fair enough. I poo-pooed you last week. You poo-pooed. Until, you poo-pooed on until me last week. The, until the clouds parted and the home away splits of Finaldum <laughs> opened up. It's true. And, this, and seeing the number of home performances that That's Liverpool true. have left. Yeah, I remember you, you read them last yeah, week. I was initially saying you're, you're a dumb you're idiot dummy. that you're doesn't dummy. confirm yeah, his true. team after he... After he makes transfers, sure. And then I looked at the stats and I said, "No, you know what, David? You're you're much more right than I ever thought." And, and so, my point being is, thank you, thank you for the congrats. My point See being is, three <laughs> of the Liverpool's next four games, three of the next four at home. Yeah. When all of them, in my opinion, continues to be a good play. Interesting. That's right. the only thing I have to talk about. Danny Welbeck scored for Arsenal. Uh, you like Welbeck. Not good enough probably to own him good for at him. this point. But I was scored. disappointed with his performance in the game, actually. He scored, but I was disappointed with his overall performance. All the talk uh, after He was match, the reason why the first goal happened for Liverpool. Understood. All the talk after this match was about the, the benching of Alexis. We yep. don't need to hash that out, do we? I, I feel like we've – I've heard enough I mean, about we don't that. know. So it's just – Pure speculation. Was there a bust up in the dressing room? Was this a message to him? Was it a message, message to, to the, the rest team. of the club? Who I don't know. Are is he fighting with Wenger? Is he going to sign the contract? Probably not. Uh, you know what's what's the deal? Uh, when Diego Simeone is there, maybe he signs. You think Diego Simeone is going to Arsenal? Yep. From Atletico. Yep. Isn't he waiting two years though? I think he's waiting a couple years. Who? Diego Simeone. <laughs> Coming over this year. I'm making the call myself. All right. Well, okay. 
Uh, all of that, we, we can leave that aside. It, does that affect whether or not we should own Alexis in fantasy? No, heck no. No, no, no. You continue to own a, a Sanchez. I mean, he didn't even play the first half and still got four. You still own Sanchez. He's a top player. Okay. He's a top player in fantasy, and if you don't have him, chances are you're falling behind. There's no one else right now that, that is reliable or consistent enough on Arsenal. They have been poor. They Their whole season has fallen apart in a week. And you know what? That happens every year. It always seems to be the same week in February right or March. Yep. Every single year, surround a 16, they figure out a way to lose them. They'll lose the two Premier League games going into it and all of a sudden find themselves out of every race. Except and for then, the FA Cup. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, just maybe, they can win something. Well, then they usually resuscitate. They are playing April. Lincoln City this Saturday. Don't screw that up. Oh, and there's other words I want to say but yeah. I'm not going to. Understood. Uh, Mid-April, they usually turn it around, but always too late. Just a little bit too late. So anyways, I'm, I'm so I, – I was supposed to have an Arsenal moment, and I purposely didn't do one because mm. – Unless we just want to try try one live, I don't even know well, if I'm ready for that. Let's, let's we can we can certainly do that. I, I just want to say one thing, not because I don't like you. Yes, but maybe to help your Arsenal moment. Okay. to provide a little motivation. Ten to two. Yeah, aggregate. Hey, aggregate to Bayern. It's embarrassing. Hey, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything for an Arsenal moment. Your Arsenal moment was taken care of on Arsenal Fan TV in the preview for, on Arsenal Fan TV. What? Prior to the Bayern match today, is that when they were chanting? They were the fans they were, were chanting talking to Arsenal fan, super fan troops, who has become a bit of a legend with Arsenal fan TV. Yeah, interesting. Uh, that was courtesy of uh, an amazing. There's two really great articles on Deadspin. I'm sure there's other places sure. out there, but right now, uh, one about, of course, Sanchez is not going to. He's not signing the contract with Arsenal because Arsenal is a complete. Dumpster fire right yes, now. Yes, exactly. That and all you need to know about Arsenal was covered between the host of Arsenal Fan TV and Troops today prior to Bayern's match. Mm. Is right. that what you wanted to add? Mike dropped. No. What is your one no. thing? The only question I had is, is it even worth it to own Sanchez? Well. I know you just asked that question. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for ruining is. that. Do you think it is? I'm having doubts. Fair enough. <clears throat> the reason why, as I look at it, because I sold him for this three-week right. stretch. Right. Because the most you got out of this was t- was, was, last was 15 week. points if you triple-capped him half for some reason. 45 right. minutes, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just looking at now having all of that extra money potentially to keep Hazard in a couple weeks, to keep – you know, I I I know I said last week that he was you know he was making me nervous, but I mean he did score a goal this week, and he has, and we said his returns have been good. Mane, like there's other guys that are significantly cheaper than him, who I, might, I mean I know they're not the same production at this point in the capability, season. But I'm just saying, I'm thinking I'm thinking hard about that one to rebuy because that was been the, that's been the whole thing is trying to save the money. Not spending the money extra places so that after this, after week 28, buying Sanchez back again. I am That's legitimately, all. for the first time as being an Arsenal fan, now concerned about staying in the top four. I, I'm completely concerned. I get it. I mean, and they I, fell to I, fifth. I don't like. Yeah, but. They wait. have a match in hand, but. I, yeah. I mean, not to, but. Go ahead. No, I'm just. 
the way the way the 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 patheticness that they put out there you know i, I don't know how i mean this you just completely collapsed i mean they it was one nothing at, at half against byron they come out the second half Kashelny, maybe he shouldn't have got ejected gives up a penalty uh in the box gives up a, a foul in the box initially a yellow came out then they gave him red he's gone Lewandowski scores a PK, and then uh, so it's one-one, and, and Arsenal's playing with ten men. Later, Robin again. Yeah, I mean it's like a complete collapse. They were in the game; everything was going just fine. And then two weeks ago, when they played, and Koscielny pulls up with an injury, they sub him out, and after that, it was just an onslaught of goals. And it's just like, what the heck's going on, man? I'm just. It's very annoying, very disappointing. And, and what, I hope Arsenal fans, I hope troops lead well, to uh, a, a, a revolt. And well, I, they they and, and they I did. Don't know. There was a protest today. Were you at it? No, 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 I wasn't. The fans I actually, chanting Wenger out. Wenger out, yeah. Look, your sentiment was basically that's that is the encapsulation of what they talked about today. That I that basically that it's such a disaster. And now everything with Sanchez, everything's so bad, it's taken the anger out of Arsenal. There's not even Arsenal fans aren't even angry anymore. It's just like sucked everything out. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't I, even be mad about this. It just is so terrible. Yeah. Let's move on. Everyone's probably done hearing this. And Manchester. I'm done. And I'm done talking. What, what, about what, it. What, the only I'm, other thing I'm is, done. what about Liverpool man? Liverpool man. Hey. I mean. Yeah, I know, Scott. We spent all Things this time listening to me sulk and whine and complain. I mean, but come on, let's be happy for Liverpool. I had no enthusiasm going into this match. Why? Why should I? Arsenal is so bad, you can't even take joy out of winning the match, can you? No, this no. All, see, <laughs> no, no. Fire Wenger from the match, from the memories of the match. No, no. There was joy, but I just coming into the match, you know, coming off that Leicester performance, it was like, why should I? Be excited about this, right? Um, I, I should have known, along with every other Liverpool supporter, that you know we're playing a top six club. Yeah, so we're going to, of course, do well. You've done the, It's amazing. The, the, their the, record against top clubs is fantastic. It's, it's interesting. Uh, now I'm I'm a, I'm scared because they're hosting Burnley this coming weekend. A sure loss, probably, right? Yeah, who knows? Burnley <laughs> will get the double. The over good news is, in the next next week after that, you play. You're at City, and then you play in the Merseyside game. Derby. So that'll be exciting. That's true. Manchester United won. Bournemouth won. All right, we've got the most to talk about in this match. I've got seven items on the agenda. Oh Let's start with gosh. the goals. Let's start with the goals. Marcus Orojo. I can't trill my R's, Brian. Orojo. I can't either. I'm too, I'm too congested bad, right Dave. now. Not bad. And uh, Josh King. What are you going to hey, do? Hey, man. I owned him. Yeah, I bought him on both, our pod. Man. I bought yeah. him on the pod last exactly. week. Exactly. Josh King with the penalty kick goal. You know who didn't make his penalty kick? Zlatan Ibrahimovic. The king of Manchester. Missed his PK, resulting hey, in a negative one. First ever point for Cherries at Old Trafford. That's Congrats. true. First ever goal for a Bournemouth player at Old Trafford. Up the Cherries, man. Uh, look, should we just go straight into this? Because I feel like... Oh, no, there needs to be some sort of build-up here. Uh, here, what I want to say is... My feeling, especially as this was as it was ending, was this was Scott Weeby's dream scenario yeah. for the way this could have ended. Sure, if only it had, if only it had happened in October. 
before they, he hit 12 goals. They were destroying <laughs> Burn, Born, 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 Bournemouth. 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 To the they tune, were destroying. To the tune of 68.6% possession. They were crushing. 20-some shots, right? 15 corners, <laughs> 20 shots, 7 on target. Men and Blazers said it at 30 minutes into the match. It felt like it could have been 5 or 6 nothing at that Easily. point. Boric was a hero. Yes. Easily. And then they score, and it feels like, oh, that's it. Yep. That, this is over. It did. And then... Tyron Mings. And then... <laughs> Mings and Zlatan. Yes. So, for the folks at home yeah. to know this, there are two wildly different opinions yes. about the incidents of the first half. Well, let's go through it. On so, this. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. He's our mediator here. The incidents involving Zlatan and Tyrone Mings in the first half, there are two wildly different opinions about this. The only yeah. way to adequately deal with this is that we need to have the first ever in a segment we like to call the Fantasy Soccer FC Fracas. Ah, <laughs> here we go. I could say it like fracas to make it sound more like podcast, oh. but I'm not going to do that. Oh. It's fracas. Yes. Fracas. You each get what, 30 seconds? No, oh. that, that can't be long. Are you limiting this? This I could... think you should be limited. Yeah, because I don't want to. Well, hear I feel like we need to build up what we're minutes. about to go at. The winner gets a basket of fresh Cheddar Bay biscuits, courtesy of our friends at Red Lobster. Really? <laughs> nice. Sponsor Red us, Red Lobster. Thanks, thanks, Red Lobster. If they don't, we're not getting the biscuits. Sure. <laughs> at the end, I can add a thought. Okay. To the, All to right. The idea. Uh, before the we end. go, yeah, go ahead, and I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. We will. I feel like this needs to be built up on some level okay. because people might not know exactly sure. what happened there were during three. the match. Yep. There was uh, an episode where um, you're it was a. This. You're gonna stop. You're gonna no, bait me. On there this. was a. It was a free. It was a a free kick coming from the United defense. Okay. And it was coming. It was a a long ball up to the. Uh, Zlatan up to the the forward line, okay. the defensive line against against Bernie Mouth. Tyrone Mings, for the most part, has he drew the card of He's shadowing pretty Zlatan. much shot shadowing Zlatan uh-huh. wherever he is going for the entire match. So Tyrone Mings has his arms kind of kind of back behind himself as he's sort of kind of on either side of Zlatan and kind of kind of pinning Zlatan in so so he knows if Zlatan moves left or right he knows exactly where he's going sort of like in basketball if you're boxing someone out yet the person's not actually trying to go through you it, it's it's sort of an uh, an annoying thing to do this is not a basketball podcast Zlatan is not happy with this I don't know what else has gone on before this, but Zlatan is not happy with it and actually kind of shoves Mings in the back. Or no, kind of takes him by the kind of puts both hands kind of up on his shoulders and kind of throws him to the side. Kind of throws him to the side. He throws him to the pitch. Tyrone Mings is a big dude. He threw Zlatan is not Hercules. He threw him down. He probably exaggerated a little bit. Around him and threw him to the pitch. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. I think before that, there was an incident on a corner kick involving Phil Jones. Okay. But I'm not sure how's li- if that affected this or not. Regardless of how he got that to was the, the ground, first. Mings- regardless how he went to the ground, there was an incident between Zlatan and Mings. He, okay, Zlatan he threw his- Mings to the ground. Okay. 
Therefore, the video proves it. Sure, I'm and, not. I'm, and, and not only that, I'm but just, you uh, could argue Zlatan should have been sent off at that moment. This is true. Here's the problem. I don't think anyone really saw it clearly. In other words, the referee. I, I did. Okay. Well, you don't count. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Fine. The cameras don't count. All right. All right. In your pocket. And if you I do, think why? what they. I think either the linesman, the referee had his back to them, so the linesman is the only one who could have seen it. And he should have. He should have informed he, the referee. If he saw it, but if yeah. he if he didn't see the initial incident, then he can't rule on it. Anyways, yeah. bottom line is they stopped the play. Nothing really happened. The ref came in and talked to them, and they let it go. Not too long later, okay. there's a free kick uh-huh. into the United box, and United is defending it. Okay. Zlatan runs into one of his own players. Well, it might have been Rooney. Rooney. Yeah. And both of them fall to the ground. Tyrone yes. Mings, in that process, leaps over. Kind of starts to leap over Rooney. But on the slow motion replay, you see him look down. He sees Zlatan's head. And he literally steps, yes. stomps hard yes. on Zlatan's head. Zlatan's head. Correct. On the back of his head. Yep. Zlatan, obviously, you know, is in pain, rolls around. They. Stop the play. Should be. I mean, it's he significant. Be. It was yeah. very significant. I'm surprised he wasn't hurt more but than he was. no one, again, it was one of those things where someone didn't see it, so Mings did not get a card. In fact, I don't even think there was a no. a, a stoppage of play uh-uh. because it happened so fast in the run of play, no one really noticed. Five minutes later. Yeah. Maybe maybe less than that. It was immediately that. after. Maybe immediately. Okay. The next play. it was play, a corner. You're right. You're right. Brian. It was in the it was in the cherry's end. You're right, and it, it was a corner to United. It was immediately the exact after. next play. Ball went out of bounds. Corner. United comes in. Mings is on Zlatan. The ball comes into the two of them on the back post. Zlat. They both jump up. Zlatan elbows Mings completely in the face. Yep. I mean, I mean, couldn't have caught him cleaner. Never looks at him, but he knows he's there. Doesn't and, really have a shot at the ball. Doesn't go for the ball. Yeah, no, he. Really. No, no, no. Zlatan I mean, had they the both ball. Jumped, he jumped but... in the air when the ball was near, but he was not going for the ball. He was going for Ming's face with his elbow. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. And and uh, you want to defend that. And so, well, hold on. We get to the first ever. Was he? So you, you want to defend this? You, your your point. I'm gonna put so words now, in your mouth. No, hold on. Accurately. Bottom line is, no one. Really saw this play clearly either, and what? or if they did, they didn't rule on it. Well, Kevin, there Friend was missed not it. a play. There was not a whistle on that part of the play. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there are three clear red now, card. What incidents. happened was the, when they landed and came down, Mings is on the ground. Yeah, he crashes. Sermon center. comes up, shoves Laton. Now he pushed Zlatan him. Laton acted like it was a shove. He <laughs> fell down pretty easily. Sermon got a second yellow. He got bounced from Sermon the game. is sent off. Meanwhile, Mings and Zlatan, nothing. That's right. Uh, and, and at least in terms of red cards. So themselves. you, our whole argument was this. Yes. You felt, tell, tell me what you didn't like about what, what happened. So this is Scott's side of the fracas. <laughs> I started, my okay, so here's my starting point. Yep. You cannot defend what Zlatan did. Okay. You absolutely cannot defend what Zlatan did. To to intentionally elbow someone in the head yep. like he did. I don't care what happened before that. Obviously, something significant happened before sure. that. And at no point am I defending Tyrone Mings either. But right. 
to do what Zlatan did potentially could have resulted in a broken jaw, could have resulted in a concussion. Yep. Serious injury. Yeah. He's no small man. Sure. We've we've addressed this before. Yeah, I mean, sure. the man got stomped on the head with a with a, a cleat, Boots. and he carried on. Yeah. He, he's he's obviously a, a strong man. Intentionally attempted to injure Tyrone Minks. You cannot. You okay. cannot defend that. Okay. I absolutely will defend it. How? And this is give how. me give me your justification. And this is how. All right. There are. Sort of in in many sports, there's sort of unwritten rules. Oh boy! And listen, I played sports. I played basketball when I was when I was in my younger days. I played a lot of soccer slash football. Not you know, not British football, mm-hmm. world football, not American football. In my younger days, and there are times where there is an understood tit for tat. In other words, if if you know if I'm if I'm going in for a if I'm going in for a, for a layup in basketball, this yeah. is not a basketball podcast, and I get fouled hard, you could bet the next time that someone else is going in for a layup and I'm yeah. close to them, they're getting a hard foul. Mm-hmm. Same thing in baseball. This is not a baseball podcast. If the home run hitter gets beamed in the ribs, you can guarantee the next time the next team's the other team's home run hitter comes up or the next hitter that they want to hit comes up, it's going to get hit. Now, is that wrong? Eh, sure, but it's considered policing in the sport. One thing I respect that Zlatan did is he almost got his skull fractured by the stomp that, that Tyrone Mings gave him. I don't think, I don't think it's going to fracture On any, skull. Brian, you're going to love this. On any I, lesser I of a human, that's a 14-inch that's a laceration on a head. 14 inches? Oh, my gosh, 14 yes. inches? But you know Wait, what? What's, what's because the circumference Zlatan, of his head? Because Zlatan is such a man... Oh, God. It barely drew blood. My point being is this. Okay. Zlatan knew who did it. And he did he get up and run and chase him down and shove him? No, because that's going to get you ejected. You know what he did? He waited patiently until his moment came, and he gave Mings the and, business. And he, he baited, gave him and he some extra Mings sauce. to jump into his elbow. That's it. Which well, is exactly what he said. He jumped into true. my elbow. That's, I love that he said that. <laughs> and he, he got sermon sent my, off. My point being this is... He's a veteran man. He knows, you know what? I'll have a chance. He'll he'll get his. He didn't whine and complain the fact that he got stomped on because he knew that Mings was upset when he got thrown down earlier. Mings knew what he was doing. Zlatan knew that. And Zlatan, instead of getting up and whining and complaining about it, he said, you know what? I'm gonna wait to I'm gonna wait to and then he gave it to him. He gave him some extra sauce. That happens, man. That happens in sports. Sure. And it okay. is okay. Interesting. It is okay. So it's also okay that he is out for their FA Cup quarterfinal at Chelsea. Yeah. Okay, no big deal. FA Cup, whatever. That hurts. Okay. Uh, what happens if they give up, if they drop points to Middlesbrough or West Ham, their two Premier League matches? They're in the ba- They're in a battle for it's fourth true. place. Your point is valid. Selfish. Your point is not selfish. selfish. It is it's absolutely not, selfish. You cannot, you cannot let Tyrone people stomp Mings. on your face. Tyrone you can't. Okay. Obviously, no defending Mings. However, Tyrone Mings was at that point getting a three-match ban. That at was least. going to happen. At least I think it ended up being three. Now, well, my point being earlier was this: you don't know this. The FA didn't announce this over the loudspeaker during oh, the game. Come on. My point being, the FA has screwed up a lot of things already this season. We mocked them most of the time because of their rulings. I mean, good grief! They give out assists. 
for nothing and or take assists away for people. Well, that's the, that's a different. We console. didn't even discuss that in the Chelsea game. Anyway, so it's okay. We're just going to be okay with vigilante justice now in the Premier League. It's not vigilante. It's it's how the, is it not? Sport, it's Laton taking it's, it's matters a, into his own it's hands. It's a sport policing itself, man. It's the same thing. Come on, you are a massive baseball fan. You know that that goes on. Absolutely. I can't believe that you don't see this. No, it, it, absolutely. But you know what? You know what happens. The star player isn't always the one, you know. The star pitcher, the starting pitcher, isn't the one who throws at the at the batter of the opposing team. It's the left-handed reliever who's in, the in there for inning, one batter. It's in the fourth, the third inning. Did you know what that is? What? It's selfish. And you know when you see no, it? No, it's not. Do you not. know when you see the it? The manager you will see call it from the bench, and he'll you, say, "No, hey, they will yes, not." Yes, he will. You know? Well, you think they're going to wait till the sixth, sixth or seventh but inning? But Dave, you don't see that in the playoffs. They don't. They don't retaliate like that in the playoffs. And if there is such a thing, and I'm thankful that there's not. This isn't. This the is close to the the closest that you're going to get. The Premier League playoffs. We've got ten matches left. If this was, they're in a, sixth place. If this was the FA Cup final. If this was a a Champions League semifinal. If this was a you know, if this is a knockout stage in Champions League, this wouldn't have happened. Okay? This is Laton seeing himself as a god. No, it's not. No, it's and not. taking matters into his own hands. Too far, Brian. Do we have any more time left? That we used There's up. There's no the way we could possibly have any more time left. <laughs> Is there any fantasy? Listen, the, the listen. Only... I completely disagree with you. You completely disagree with me, and that's okay. I believe in in, in the sport policing itself. The only in Mike thing D, I, I trust. The only thing I would say is, <laughs> is what he did understandable? Yes. On a human level, yeah. Is it justifiable? No. I mean, J- Dave's trying over here. Listen, but no. the reason why I would say no is because that was Tyrone Mings, and you are Zlatan. Bournemouth might be better in defense. But what I'm saying is, like... They might be better now that Mings is, is suspended. He, Mings is he's a good the, player. He's the, he has sucked he's since Ake left. He's the blood of Manchester United, for sure. Oh, yeah. This season. There's no doubt they that Zlatan should means be, more. And me. they should be fifth. They should be ahead of Arsenal. They dropped. This, this was... A disaster result. For yeah. Them. The only reason I haven't screamed more is because Laton missed his later PK. Can right. you imagine Which, the injustice if he had made that? I mean, this is this is proof that Laton is not the most. Brian, the ball never lies. That's true. And just so we know, the winner of the basket of Cheddar Bay biscuits is me. Ah! I will take the basket of Cheddar Bay biscuits and redeem my prize at a later date. Two quick things and we're done with this match. First of all, it is with great joy, with the most immense amount of joy, that I give out the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award to one <laughs> Mr. Paul Bogba. The man with the emoji could not put the ball into the net late on. Now, he had two chances. The second one was was pretty tough, but the first one, I mean, what was that swing and a miss? Brutal. Brutal. Wow. Paul Pogba, sir. Wow. You, Cameron Jerome, your way into our hearts this past weekend. The other thing, and Congratulations. Dave, I'm going to turn this over to you now. We've got Matt's stat of the day. Yes, we do. Now, this match was in the top four, if I'm recalling the number right. I'm going to set this up here for you. The top four matches in the world soccer matches in the world this past weekend yeah in terms of attendance yeah manchester united was in that was on that list That's one right. of the top four yes give us who else was in that top four and now it's time for brother matt's stat of the day this past weekend out of all the football games in the world there were 
the top four attended games, okay? Barcelona, Manchester United, Borussia Dortmund, and Atlanta United. Wait, wait, is that Atalanta in Italy? No, 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 not not Atalanta. Okay. Atlanta in Atlanta, Georgia, United States. Wait, 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 MLS? Major League Soccer. We don't watch that. We do. Well, things are slowly changing in my house. <laughs> I typically barely stomach Major League Soccer. And to their credit, to their credit, this, Major League Soccer has been around for now 20-plus years. A feat in itself. Number two, it's expanding. And number three, it has expanded now to your home state, Minnesota, and my home state, sure. Georgia. And look at the Gophers, right? Gophers right there for the, anyone on FB Live. Um, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta got their first uh, home game. They're playing in Bobby Dodd Stadium, which is a home to the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in Atlanta, Georgia, downtown. They played their opening game against the the New York uh, Red Bulls. It used to be New York, New York Jersey. New York City FC. No, no, no. It was Red it was Bulls. Not, it was, I know it for it a fact it was Red Bulls. Okay. And they lost 2-1. to one. Now, for most of the game, they were winning one nothing. They were winning one nothing at halftime. They had they packed the place out. 55,000 people. That's great. It was everyone stood the whole time. The inaugural game, it was more than anyone could ever expect. I'm happy for the MLS. The fact that they can have a game that well attended... That atmosphere was bananas. I watched almost the entire game. It was absolutely fantastic. Atlanta United, I hope that support continues. I will be supporting you. And it was fantastic. Congratulations on your first game ever being in the top four attended We'll see what the attendance is for world football games in the world. Game week 14. We'll see. Not to be cynical. But it is interesting. The two expansion clubs from MLS – Atlanta, yeah. your stomping grounds. Minnesota, mine. Yeah. Minnesota United FC did not do so well. They they stuck with the uh, Portland Nagbees for you know about the seventy Portland minutes. Man. That's funny. Uh, they were only down one. The Timbers, technically they're the Portland Timbers. Their star yeah. player, the Darlington Nagby, hence the yeah. Darling, the Portland Nagbees. Yes. Just wanted to clear that up for anyone. Uh, they scored a lot of goals late. It ended up five one. Sure. Hey Brian, you know what this means, right? No, I don't. You need to pick an MLS club now. I am. Uh, I am currently a fan of the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. It's in the Division Two of uh, soccer. <laughs> all right, fair, so, hey, hey, that's hey. all right. Fair enough. So fair I, enough. Pittsburgh if I'm going to pick an MLS team, they're going to have to get uh, promoted to the, um, the big the time. I think MLS. they're a part of 2035 expansion. Sure. Great. Yeah. West Brom nil, Crystal Palace two. Another three points for our. One of our favorites down at the bottom of the table. We knew they'd be good. Crystal Palace. Two down, 11 to go. Zaha. I Hey, listen, I gave you the path. Not this way, necessarily. Man. Zaha and Townsend, by the way. Andrus Townsend. Where's this guy been all the, That's the type of player we know and expected yes, to see this from year. From the beginning. And I feel like, holy cow, where have you been? What's going on, Brian? We did you love see, that guy. Did you see his run? The, the, the run that it led to the amazing. goal? It was amazing. It was the best Goal of the weekend. I he, love how he, he collapsed. It was. I so think good. he looked directly at Christian Benteke, who he had kind of open to his right, and just said, "No, no, no." He absolutely no, had open. Forget that, man. 
get out of here. Yeah. I'm doing this. I've gone 70 yards. I'm not giving it up now. And he beat Ben Foster near post. Unbelievable. Bad game, Ben Foster. Sorry about that, dude. Yeah, well. This is sho- that was shocking, out. man. That, Palace that was, this at was a, West Brom yeah. to clean sheet them. Yep. I mean. So, dumb, somewhat predictable. Dumb for West Brom, who are only four points out of, away from Everton in seven. Yeah, but you know what? They hit 40. Right. They did this last year. They didn't win another match after they hit 40 yeah, points. Yeah, but this isn't the same team as last it's year. It's not, but it's the same That's tone of That's not fair. It is you fair. Just, you're, your Tony Pulis hates coming out right now, well, and I'm not going to let that sour the fact that West Brom has been a fun team to watch this year. Yes. And you could never have said that before. No, and they have undone the stereotype of the 1-0, one, 1-1. One, one. They've handed it over to, to Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. But they still have Tony Pulis, and 40 points is always his goal. He just tries to stay up. I'm not surprised they lost this. I hope that they don't just start to tank now the rest of the season because we need an interesting middle of the table because we're not going to have much else, it looks like, at the end of the year. The bottom three is pretty, uh, honestly, with Leicester and and, uh, Swansea and Crystal Palace now playing well, the bottom three is looking kind of rock solid right now. I'm keeping my eye on Zaha for fantasy purposes. I'm keeping my my eye on Zaha. Scott and I are the only two. I'm not in the going entire to, world. I'm not going to own him yet, but I'm keeping my eye on He's him. He's cheap, man. He he is. He is dirt cheap. He's five point six. And he played great. Townsend, I would absolutely own Zaha before Townsend. Townsend, you gotta show me some more. Anyways, moving on. I, I'm not changing my mind on Chris Brunt and or uh I don't know, man. And or and or Macaulay. The curse of the forty. Forty point no curse. Way. No way. All right. Watford three, Southampton four. Wow. Well, Dini did it again. Yeah, he did. Stefano Okaka as well, and I can't pronounce the third goal scorer's name for Watford. Guy. I'll get to that in a second. Brian. Hey. Deucen Tadic. Tadic had a game. Nathan Redmond with the brace. Redmond had a game. Gabby Adini again. He had a game. I own him. Look. I'm asking a dead serious question. Okay. I spelled his name is right this, last week. Is this? Yes, you did. I spelled his name is right. Is this last goal explosion from them? Is this an unlocking, courtesy of Gabby Adini of something that was missing before, or I, is this just a product no, of them playing Sunderland? So? Is this a product of them playing Sunderland and Watford back to back? Really, really good point. But I would say this because they showed up against United in the EFL Cup That's Championship true. game, right? I Who, think, well, we said this. It changed for the first like ten weeks of the season. No one created more chances to score than collectively Tadich. than Tadich and Redmond combined. And Charlie Austin was the guy yes. for the, the first guy. part of the season. And then all of a sudden, when Austin got hurt, they were still creating chances, but they weren't getting goals. Now Gabby Adini's putting the ball in. Well, it I is guess changing. that's the question: How much are you buying this? Because Tadich is an even seven and one point four percent owned. Nathan Redmond is 5.8, 4. 4.7%. You're I saying, you're like, saying Gabby Adini is raising, and then Gabby Adini raising keeps going their up value. Because pe- right, because people are, are jumping on him as as probably a third or, I don't know, maybe a second striker, depending on how well, you look at Well, if you want to have like a third cheap striker, Defoe's kind of been it for me most of the year. Now Gabby Adini, who's much cheaper, a point and a half cheaper, not point and a half, a, a 1.2 billion pound dollars um 
my point being is I would like like Gabby Dean is on fire. That's that's who you own. His form is like a ten point You raise a very interesting point. I, I I agree with Dave. I think that I think that in light of everything that we're saying, the biggest disappointment of the season has to be Shane Long. Yeah. By far the biggest disappointment Shane Comparative Long. to his performance at least halfway through from last season. Correct. And the opportunity that he had here to Correct. just completely seize seize the starting role and he did nothing with Correct. it. Correct. And 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 force Cameron them to Jerome, to... wasteful player of the year candidate. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, I like mean, not that. because of his on the not because he he played forever and just missed a whole lot of open shots. It's just because he mm. had an opportunity in front of him and he just did nothing with it. It's a very hey, good question. How very terrible, good. though, is their remaining schedule, Southampton. Southampton? They do get seven of their last 12 matches at home. That's which good. Is helpful. Seven at 12 is good. At Spurs, week 29. Home to City, week 33. Mm. At Chelsea, week 34. At Liverpool, week 36. I guess there's goals there. Plus two of their TBD reschedules, <laughs> home to United and Arsenal. Why are you teasing us like this? I'm just saying. You build us up to buy Southampton players. I'm now you're breaking us down. I'm on a roller coaster with you. Look at these. Look at that schedule. That's one. I've two, had enough three, roller coasters four. this year as a Liverpool fan. So six of their remaining twelve are against the top of the table. Yeah. So that's the so that's the wet blanket. Here's, okay, but here's the on thing. the Southampton party. Well, no. I'm just trying. Okay, to... can I put the silver lining out there now? Can I the end silver on a... lining on the wet blanket yes. in the Southampton party? Yes, <laughs> yes. I am on board. <laughs> What's going on? We have mixed multiple metaphors on yes. this. All right, but here's the thing. Their defense sucks. Yes, it does. No Virgil. Font's gone. Yes. I mean, Bertrand can't do it by himself. Not really. And Maya Yoshida is a small man. He's a tiny. He's, he's the opposite of Harry Maguire. Right. So what are they going to have to do to be successful? They're going to have to score more goals. They're going to have to score four goals, right? Yeah. And so if that's the case, you're, you're attack, 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 attack. That makes Fraser Forster unownable. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Everything that you want to look at with Southampton is at the front. And if they're down 2 0, they're going to go for it. And right now, they're putting them in. Yeah. I mean, they got two on United. Yeah. Decent defense. Yeah. They're going to put goals in because they the, have to. The best goalkeeper in the world. So that's a silver lining there. I don't know. I'm not going to jump out at them, but you raise a good point. I own Defoe. I've held him. I still feel like he might turn it around, but if Gabby Adini's that much cheaper, it's Listen, hard to not buy Sometimes him. you just got to look at the writing on the wall. Defoe's hitting posts multiple weeks, sell him. Sunderland, they're firing people in the front office. Sell them. With all that said, though, sell, neither, sell all your black cats. They're finishing 20th and they're getting relegated. Neither Defoe nor Gabby Adini play this coming weekend. Brian, how do we say that third Watford goal scorer's name? The third goal scorer for Watford came on for two minutes and finished with six points. Wow. Nice Wait, job. Strong. Points per minute. Work. This French. Wow. Midfielder, he's, I believe... Wait, French? We're, we went French again on this? He is French. Okay. But he is... Wee oui, wee. Oui. Has... Uh, his descent is Mali. He's from Malian descent. Oh, huh. Signed by Watford last February. Immediately loaned to Granada in La Liga. Oh. As soon as they signed him. A sign and release. sister club. Yeah. Granada. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So... He had he came back. He is as late as November. There were reports that Watford was going to move on from him. 
that he was. He they was did spotty. that last year, last January transfer period. Watford did the exact same. Spotty thing. Yeah, play shady. time. He's gotten some more time in the last like ten matches or whatever, but this one, I mean, two minutes in two minutes. Abdullahi Ducore. 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 Du- Abdullahi Ducore. Ducore. That's right. Uh, How's it spelled? Because it does not look like it would be. D O U C O U R E. Ducore. There is an accent. Sort of like. Agu. Sort of like e Yaya Tore. At the end right? of Ducore. So like Yore at the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we didn't get any music for that? Doggone it. Uh, we'll find something, Brian. Always do. Something French. (laughs) Air. I want air. 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 No, no, no. Daft Punk. Okay. Lester, three. Hall, one. Christian Fuchs, Riyad Mahrez, and a Tom Huddleston own goal are enough to counter Sam Klukas' goal. Three more points for Lester, and this time Brian was right, Dave. I know. Hall is not working out for you, maxing out your Hall players. Listen. Dave, Not only was... is Arsenal a dumpster fire, my fantasy team is a dumpster fire. <laughs> I took some gambles. I'm not hitting confirm. Man, everything in my life right now, Dave, except for whoa, look, whoa. It was just not everything. That's not true. <laughs> Dave, everything in the soccer world and <laughs> yeah, the terrible. fantasy soccer world is nothing but a dumpster fire. Look, hey, Dave, remember that time Arsenal lost ten to two to a team in the Champions League? Go yeah, ahead. That was bad. Sorry, Brian. Look, the point is. It was just a matter of what's more likely to happen. Lester found a spark for one match and then was going to go right That's back down to nothing. That's what I thought. I know. Your hate has gone too far on those guys. Yeah, you know it, it, it blinded you. Oh, it's, I've and, been right all year. What are you and, talking about? Craig Shakespeare, man. I don't know. They just looked different, and you know they look different. They look and like that last year. why we, well, all right. we did so not they, get to it. they looked different two weeks in a row. Okay. But that's the first time. And how many matches have we played? That that's happened all yeah, but year. Everybody, but everybody said kind of the it same thing. It took them two months to score one solitary goal in the Premier League, and it was against Liverpool two weeks ago. Yeah, but that was with Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong. This is different. This is, I am not this believing. This is to be or not to be, my friend. I am yeah. not believing that Ranieri was telling – I mean, was this – was he really Tactics. the captain of Tactics. the, the – Tactics. Shakespeare, What's changed? Shakespeare, Nothing's changed. Absolutely everything has changed. Oh, bull. Mares is playing deeper. Vardy's playing more forward. They're providing more service to Vardy. He's creating more chances. All Brighton and drink water. This is not a coincidence that they all of a sudden look like new men. They are brand new players out there. They are providing some spectacular it, passes forward. It's, it's tactics. Think- Shakespeare is taking them back. To the old days. Yes, I think I'm the last thing said. the last thing that that uh, I almost said Pep Guardiola. Nope, wrong. Call. The last thing that that nice Geppetto that used to manage them <laughs> did on his way out the door was to give Riyad Mahrez his magic shoes back. Yep, that dude looks rejuvenated. Yeah, these guys are playing. I hate, I hate that the Leicester players got Claudio Ranieri fired. I hate that they did that. It is entirely on them. They quit on Claudio Ranieri. 
because and, and and you know what? Because you know all of a sudden now they're looking. The most like, damning thing against them is the fact that they've been able to play like last year in two matches under Craig Shakespeare. He has rejuvenated them. This is not going away. This is not changing. This is going to last until the end of the year. Craig Shakespeare is going to be the new manager. Uh, yeah, new manager for Leicester City going into next year. We'll see what he's able to do. Mid-table obscurity is my prediction at this point. I know I'm going way ahead on things here, but this is not going to end anytime soon. You're thinking that Shakespeare, that the players have said to ownership in the words of Dr. Dre, you're going to make me turn back into the old me. Something like that, right, Brian? I don't know. Is that actual Dr. Dre or is, no, that, that's is just, that NWA? That's, no, that's Dr. Dre. All right. I don't know enough about that to be able to speak to Eminem. Anyways. Okay. I doubt that actual make me turn conversation. Back to the old me. That's what's going on. Although apparently there was a players only meeting with the owner. I Yeah, the whole thing's it's messed up. It's Whatever. Up. You know, but you know what? You know bottom what? line for you know us. What? Do you think this, this is, is only, barely a fantasy soccer podcast? Only increase yeah, my <laughs> this is so true. You have so much editing to do, man. This is this I'm going to cut this whole podcast because let's get this. Thing there's no fit, but but it could be. Let me let me save it by saying you might want to think about buying Lester. I'm not going to yet, but if they what's Brian? What's Mars's price? I know you're looking it up right now. Mars, I'm sure, is still nine. Nine. I'm God, sure. that's high, man. Yeah, it's expensive. Vardy's probably nine point six. He what he used to be. That's really, really eight point nine. Riyad Mahrez, eight okay. percent somehow. Eight percent own him. He might be and, worth. And look, this is ten. He finished with ten against Hall after a string of twos that stretches back to Burnley four weeks ago, five weeks ago. Prior to that, did not play twice in a row, and prior to that, didn't do anything. Hasn't done anything since he had an assist against Manchester City in week fifteen. Mars is like it, it was just the it was just that he dazzled again. Right. His goal was a was us was, was a mesmerizing yep. freeze everybody and make everyone that was near him defending that goal look silly again. I agree. So it's not because I don't want him to be not because I don't want him to to be what he was last year, but holy cow, he just looks look different. West Ham, Stoke, Sunderland, Everton. These are up, these are their uh, Crystal Palace. These are their upcoming matches after they're off this weekend. Yeah. They're off up uh, right. match week twenty eight. But then that's that's your next five. Hey, it for might Lester. be I, the guy that I want more than anyone is Christian Fuchs. That's the guy that I wanted from the start of the season, and I know Huth and Morgan and uh, Danny Simpson are also guys there. But man, Fuchs on. Free kicks and Fuchs playing with a bit more fire. Yeah. I like that. I like that dude. Stoke two, Middlesbrough nil. Marco Mark Marco Arnautovic. He's alive. Both goals in this one. He woke up. Yeah, he literally. Look, someone put the, the the shock pads on him, zapped him back to life. Brian's stat of the week, oh. courtesy of the Fantasy Premier League. Sixteen people triple captain Marco Arnautovic this game week. 16 Ballsy. people. 1.2% of just fantasy Premier League owners have him at all. Wow. He is 7.1. 16 of you, the triple captain, Marco Arnautovic, please come to training room Bravo <laughs> yes. and claim your free basket of 
Cheddar Red Bay Lobster biscuits. Cheddar Bay Biscuits, <laughs> courtesy of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. And Red Lobster. If there is a regression to the mean, as they say, and Marco can find any semblance of his form from last season, from now until the end of this season, 7.1 makes that dude a steal. That's true. Steal, I agree with steal. that. By the way, you've seen form from Antonio most of the year. You've seen form from guys that are in that same price range most of the time. Not him. He's one of the only guys. Maybe him and Mares are the two guys. Yeah. We all focused on City and the fact that they have a double game week. They but play Stoke. Stoke. So that explains probably the 16 people who triple captained Marco, and so far so good. I'm guessing he's going to play against City on Wednesday. Well, we can talk about that in the injury roundup, oh. which we'll get to at some point because this oh podcast is two hours long. <laughs> Swansea, three. Burnley, two. Llorente with two. Martin Olsen also scoring for the Swans, offsetting Andre Gray's brace. Mar- Martin Olsen's goal. Amazing. Martin Olsen is a good buy. That's the first thing. Can you Can you avoid buying him at this point? I mean... No, buy, we great. said it before. Buy, buy three. Have three guys. I do want to point out. I think we got it right on Swansea over Hall. Max out on your Swansea players. Martin Look, Olson especially is a steal. Gilfie again. Gilfie every right. week. Gilfie, Gilfie, Gilfie. Gilfie Sigurdsson is in my heart. Just so you know that. <laughs> you wear him now on your heart. Tom Heaton. Busted up some lineups out with oh, an man. illness that, that um, what's their man, Sam, uh, Sean Dyche, said that he was sick at four in the morning prior to the match. This is not the injury roundup, but that that's why he wasn't even strong enough to be able to get into the, between the pipes. Yeah. Between the sticks? No, pipes. Between the posts? Sure, pipes. Here's the deal. <laughs> Your inte or... Your outtay. <laughs> My question is, who do you want more than Fernando Llorente? Who would you are you are we playing a who would you rather right now? More or less. I don't want to call it a I don't want to call it a, a, a buy sell or something like that. I, I like the it's Llorente a, or I'm Llorente? pretty sure the segment's who would you rather? No. That's a disgusting game played by perverts. <laughs> <laughs> This is, would you rather own him, uh-huh. have him in your lineup, or out of your lineup? He is 6.4 million pounds. I want him out because I like Gabby Adini better. Llorente or Defoe? Llorente. Defoe at 7.7. Llorente. Llorente or Troy Dini? Who has five goals in his last six matches? Who is six point eight? That's hard. Yes, it is. They're both really they're informed. What are the schedule? Do we do the schedules? I'm gonna let's, go Dini on this one. Let's assume their schedules are fine. I think I would go. I would go Urente. Urente <laughs> or Christian Benteke at seven oh, point one. Urente. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Urente or. Andre Gray at six point one. Urente. Yeah. What about, what about Urante? What about Gabbiadini? Or Gabbiadini at six point seven. Gabbiadini until he stops scoring. All right. And lastly, Urente or Uralte 
Peter Crouch. Urente. At 4.9. Urente. Crouch isn't uh, consistent enough. He's not consistent enough for me. I know he's got five I points. I like the service for Urente. The fact that Gilfie's on the other end of the balls serving into the middle. That's – I'd rather – So a, we have a disagreement on – Dini. Dini. And, but, but other than that, and I can't necessarily say – Those I'm guys are all – what I'm way. saying is those guys are all in the same range. Right. He's cheaper than all but Andre Gray and Peter Crouch. And that was our segment, Who Would You Rather? No. <laughs> I probably need – this is probably going to be my week to sell Defoe because I also have Harry Kane who's not playing. Yeah. Lukaku is uh, – those are my three strikers mm-hmm. currently. Uh, this might be the week where I sell Defoe even though I still – Gabby I'm, Dini's not playing either, so keep that in mind. I know. I, I might go Urente. Okay. Yeah. I just felt like it was worth it to bring that up because we've talked about a lot of these guys, but not in reference to somebody else. And sure. I feel like this guy easily could be, I don't know, the way he's playing, he's playing like a second striker. You could easily do Kane, Urente, Gabbiadini and have a ton of money somewhere else to spend. Yeah. You've talked about this prior in, in, in two weeks ago. Uh, it's hard to find a striker who's playing. Yes. This upcoming week. Bournemouth, I mean, a phobie started this past weekend, but what are you going to do, own him? Right. Josh King you is your guy. He's a midfielder. West Ham, are they going to start Antonio up front? He's not a striker in fantasy. I think Andy Carroll should be okay. Andy Carroll, you think he will? I okay, so maybe back. Carroll. I could see his ownership spike. Lukaku is a given. Yeah. West Brom, you're not going to own Rondon. No, he's, That's an emergency are, buy. Even, even with him playing this week, people are dropping him a lot. Yeah. Hall City, Nias, you're going to buy Nias. Swansea, Urente. Yeah. Liverpool, they don't have a striker. No. Burnley, okay, Andre Gray maybe, assuming he plays. Right. It's it's slimping. Urente is your guy this weekend. Yeah, for sure. All right. We're, um, in, in, injury roundup. Yeah. Is there or is that our last game? That I've was our last count. game. Yeah. We're recording Ryan, this before this the point, City Stoke match. Howdy partners, it's the injury roundup. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Marco. At this, at this point, you know you're allowed to go just mention a name. Marco in or out. Marco might be ill from the weekend. Assess tomorrow. That's not an interrupt. Shakiri. Fit and available. Okay, that's an in. Until he goes to sleep tonight and sneezes in his sleep. <laughs> 2.9% of people own Shakiri. Why? Bruno Martin's Zindi has been good. Pretty good for, for Stoke. Stoke. Knee injury probably isn't going to play. Uh, FYI, <laughs> Bruno Martin's Zindi has 81 points for the season. That's two more than Hector Bellerin. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the weekend for the six people that are playing this weekend. Kyle Naughton. Mm-hmm. Uh... TBD, Out. hamstring complaint, says Paul Clement. RIP the Joey Barton experiment at Burnley. Oh, yeah. uh, subbed off early with a hamstring injury, now faces his FA hearing concerns. <laughs> he, 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 he may not touch the ball again the rest Ever. of the season. Patrick Van Aanholt, scary-looking ankle injury, stretchered off. Thank goodness you got the uh, clean sheet points. Big Sam initially said it's not too good. Didn't think he'd be okay even in the next with two weeks off. But PVA on Twitter said uh, it's not as bad as I thought. So oh, good. I'd say it's up in the air. What are you going like, to do? Like Believe the, the player? Yeah, it's good. Patrick Andy five minutes in versus Chelsea smashes his head trying to get uh, trying to get to a header. Has a bloody face. Was down for a while, but he did finish the match. He should be fine. 
Yeah. And then Winston Reed lived off with me. Yeah, tell me about that one because I own. Well, Winston Reed was has been really good. Yeah. Uh, by points. Sure. But it's he's an he's one of those. It's it looks like a knock. Not sure yet. Gonna have to wait till it's game. rough it. when there's only eight clubs playing and there's oh, injuries. So true. On those eight clubs, so it's true. really tough. I'm, I think I'm gonna take a big. I'm gonna take mostly a goose egg this week. Probably Just yeah. A big Sa- sacrifice the week. I think we're here. And people are like, thank God. The definitive alternative (laughs) pronunciation guide is on our website, fantasysoccerfc.com. Thank you, Brian, for that. Yeah, well done. Largely inspired by our How to Save with Brian J. segment. It's a doozy. Yeah. We got to add decore to that. Did I say that right? Yeah. It'll always be updated. We eventually, our goal is to be more highly recognized in the NBC pronunciation guide that Arlo White uses. And I want Arlo to use the fantasy soccer. Hey, kudos, kudos to the fantasy premier league for the, for their guy that does their videos saying Kevin DeBrowna in a video. Absolutely. We have have help from the premier league themselves who are saying that. Hashtag them. They need to know how much we think of the, them. The dude's got a name, so. and we should know it, but I don't know it offhand. We'll we'll figure it out. Seems like a good dude. All right. We've made it to the end of the pod. This, by far, record-setting podcast. Barely a fantasy soccer podcast. Thanks, Zlatan. Yeah. Yeah, Zlatan. Oh, I hate that man. Love that Sports guy. Hate. Scott, <laughs> where can people find us? Uh, FantasySoccerFC.com, at FantasySoccerFC on our Fantasy Soccer FC Facebook page. Hey, did you mention, was it the at, the at was that on Twitter? The at was the Twitter. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, listen, for uh, for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast, I'm David Smith, and I mean, Dave. you guys want to say anything at no. this point? Okay. Swivels and Scott. <laughs> Until next time.